welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And my name is Nikki Hoffman, a physician assistant turned real estate agent on the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. Yes, Well, happy December. Yeah, can you believe? It's finally Christmas time. You know, are we, okay. have you had those... <laughs> those thoughts where just back almost like Halloween time frame people were decorating yeah and you know there's the conversations of where do you start decorating and when do you start listening to Christmas music but I think ever since COVID all the old rules are just gone because it's like we just need yeah. that cheer we you know you sound you just like my wife I'm sorry I had the same conversation <laughs> with her recently because I'm like, I, it's just, it's not offensive, but I'm like, when, do, when does it stop? When, you I know, know. Of when Walmart and Lowe's have it out there and, you know, the Halloween is in July. They're, well, you know. they're selling stuff and then Christmas yeah. is in October. Yeah. She said the same thing. Yeah. I just really feel like that, you know. COVID has the, changed the rules. In the old days, you did one thing and now it's, you know, it's acceptable to do whatever brings you joy nowadays, okay. you know? Good. Well, whatever brings you joy. <laughs> if Christmas lights and wreaths bring you joy, then do all it and do it all year. There you go. Yeah, That's I agree. Fine with me. <laughs> whatever brings you joy. I love it. Well, you know, wh- how was Speaking your Thanksgiving, of Christmas by lights, the way? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, my Thanksgiving was great. I, we took a, my daughter and I, and my mom took a little road trip to visit family um, in Illinois. Michael joined us um, when he was done working, and yeah, just uh, visited there, and then oh, you know, annoying. road trip wow. home. That's yeah, a road trip. so yeah, I don't know. We just yeah, I like to drive. We get to br- you know bring the dog and yeah, whatever. Well, we brought our dog also, oh, but we good. went the opposite direction. Uh huh. North, North Carolina, Wilmington, North Carolina, and <laughs> we crashed a family member's house who wasn't there. So it was like a free Airbnb. Awesome. And so my in-laws crashed with us. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, Wilmington is on the beach. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you get to tool around there a little bit. Just fresh time being out of town and taking a break. It's always good. Take a little break. Yep. Mm -hmm. Love it. So, yeah, Thanksgiving. Hopefully everybody out there, your Thanksgiving was happy and merry. And now we're in the Christmas season. And that's why we have this episode today. Yeah. Where we get a chance to hear from a local church who does a, a couple really cool things with reaching out to our community. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, our podcast is all about, you know, the Winchester community and mm-hmm. the area and yep. we're a small town. Well, this is a church that does some things that reaches out to the community. And the one thing we promoted last week, uh-huh. Follow the Star, right. is happening yes. this weekend. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to hear more about that. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the pastor of local outreach, okay, Scott Santmeyer. Okay. And we will prep this a little bit because we <laughs> had his son on the show several episodes ago yeah trumbull insurance yes yes so it just shows how small of a town it is right yeah i mean it's it's not i mean it's not on purpose just coincidence that okay this is somebody who we need to talk to to Mm -hmm. talk about christmas and talk about the town and and his son also was on earlier so that's kind of cool yeah that is cool yeah so small town Mm -hmm. but scott will share some really fun things about what Fellowship Bible Church does around the community. So That's here we awesome. are. Here's a conversation with Scott Santmeyer. Well, hello there, Scott Santmeyer. How are you? Doing great. Awesome. Thanks so much for being with us today. And you are, you have really cool stories. I'm excited to, <laughs> to unpack 
um, you know, your story of how you're affiliated with Fellowship Bible Church, but just give us a quick rundown of your career. You know, how long have you been in Winchester? Well, been in Winchester my whole life, really. Okay. Uh, I grew up here, and uh, so that's, I'm one of the few folks at Fellowship Bible Church who can actually say that. So you're a townie. We, we use those words, you know, you've yeah. been around, you're a townie, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've been around, yeah. So I've been here, I'm part of the pastoral staff at Fellowship Bible Church for 22 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, I was the area director for Youth for Christ here in the area. Uh-huh. Uh, so so I've been in and around local outreach mm-hmm. uh, for for. A number of decades, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the way that would be. But you did have a career even before that. Like, what did you... I did. I was a graphic designer before that. Yeah. Uh, oh, cool. And God led me into ministry from there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. that. But that feels like forever <laughs> ago. I mean, that just feels different like... Different lifetime ago. It was yeah. a different lifetime ago. So, that does feel like a long time ago. So, define that your your title, local pastor of local outreach. What, mm-hmm. in your mind, what does local outreach mean? Yeah, so that's... It's amazing how broad that can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be as, as close as local as being like your next door neighbor local. Mm-hmm. Or uh, recently, uh, in fact, just... A little over a year ago, November 1st, we celebrated the first anniversary of our church plant uh, in Woodstock, hmm. Fellowship Bible Church, Shenandoah. Huh. So oh. that's also local outreach, but yeah. that's planting a whole church in another location. Oh, wow. So it's, it's that broad of scope. So it's, a uh, um, you know, not that we've traveled around, uh, you know, the globe planting churches, right. but we have been in the, in the region. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, there's been a Hispanic church plant. Correct. Right? Yeah, that was our first church plant, um, official church plant. A um, little backstory there. Um, we chose the Quarles District. Quarles is an elementary school here in Winchester. Mm-hmm. We chose the district of that, so we weren't going to be uh, spreading ourselves too wide. So we were going to focus on, on that district of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as we did... Uh, a, a good bit of research, we realized that the volume of folks in that district uh, that were Hispanic mm. uh, and or Spanish speaking, um, and it was pretty large. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that led us to to plan a church uh, that was a Spanish speaking Hispanic church. So mm-hmm. uh, that yeah, that's that's one of those things that as as local as it is, it also has a has an international feel to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you want to be able to connect with the population of Winchester, and that's what you mean by local, you know. And on our podcast, we're all about, like, well, what does the Winchester community have to offer, you know? And so here, this is a church that is looking to reach out to otherwise people you might not even think about, people that, like, speak Spanish that have a need that are around the local area looking for jobs needing how to teach them how to speak english almost right mm-hmm. i mean walk us through kind of that background of thinking through okay where does a church like that go what happens at that church yeah what do you it's do a lot of because there's that's work. a big community right i mean sure do you mm-hmm. even do you even have a clue on how, how big the spanish-speaking population here in town is yeah well and at the time uh, in that quarrels district 65 mm-hmm. percent of the students at quarrels came from homes that were non-english speakers wow 
So when we got together with the, uh, the staff there at Quarles, our questions were pretty simple. Uh, what can we do to help? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What would be an asset to the people of this community? Mm -hmm. And one of their first things was, uh, you know, adult ESL classes oh. would be fantastic. Uh -huh. Because most of these, you know, first, second, and third graders were still translating for yes. mom and dad uh -huh. uh, when it came to meetings that they really didn't need to have it yeah. be a part of. And so that was difficult, I'm sure, mm -hmm. for a lot of them. So that was one of the first things we did as we started uh, an English as a Second Language class mm. uh, for adults. Uh, at the school in the evenings, mm. Mm. Uh, we provided child care and we had uh, tutors and we had folks who were teaching classes uh, for English uh, at all different levels. So mm -hmm. that was our very first thing, our very first step into that Quarles district. And wow. they, it kind of blossomed out of that. Uh -huh. And then from there, it then turned into say, okay, we probably should start a church to help yeah. people out, right? Yeah. So, you know, our next, th our next thing is, okay, so. Here we are interacting with folks. They know we're a church, mm -hmm. uh, but we really can't invite them to our church. We're, we're not speaking Spanish and Be singing in Spanish or whatever. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah. that whole mentality, And the right? whole culture of it was <laughs> yeah. entirely different. Mm -hmm. So uh, that, that just didn't work. Mm -hmm. So we needed to think a little more broad, mm -hmm. a little bigger. Um, so the thought of, okay, what can we do um, in the way of starting Hispanic church? So the first thought was, okay, how do we find a, a Hispanic pastor? Right, yeah. Mm. Um, mm. So through a number of contacts, Ben Santa Maria came to our, you mm. know, to our viewpoint, mm -hmm. and we were able to, to connect with him, and we realized, you know, he would be a great fit. Mm. And he has been just fantastic. So where is that location? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Is yeah. it in the school, or is it a... No, the okay. church is just down the street from the school. Okay. It's on Loudon Street. Mm -hmm. uh, it actually sits, if you know where... Uh, Grand Furniture is. Mm -hmm. yep. It sits right behind Grand Furniture on oh. the street. So, okay. uh, it's right there. And nice. that, again, trying to stay within that community, mm -hmm. trying to stay within that boundaries yeah. of the Corals District and where those people live. Mm -hmm. You know, they can all, they can they all can walk, walk there. to that church. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that's, that's cool. as local as, as it can be. Yeah. Wow. What other kinds of uh, local partnerships do you have? Yeah, so when we think of how we interact with uh, the community, uh, we, we want to think through um, how can we partner with organizations that are doing things that we're not going to recreate. Mm -hmm. So those are things that we're, we're thinking through, okay, what, what, what individuals are doing what things in ways that we would like to be a part of that, either financially or with resources or with people. Mm -hmm. uh, so ABBA Care comes to mind. They've been one of our longest partnerships. In fact, okay. we've been a partner with ABBA for their entire duration, which mm. is, I think, 33 years. Mm. Oh, goodness. Uh, so we have partnered with them, not just financially, but we've had so many of our folks from FBC volunteer there, be mm -hmm. on their board there. Um, you know, they host their annual banquet here. And they have for for decades, literally. Uh, so there's that's one of the ways that we we partner with. Give them. us a quick um, summary of what that organization is. Yeah, so Albuquerque is our, uh, you know, they are a crisis pregnancy center. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, they offer all kinds of support. In the last couple of years, they've actually become a a medical partner. Mm -hmm. uh, hmm. So they have the ability to do ultrasounds. Uh, they have trained nurses who do that, and they're able to. 
uh, you know, to, to give that first glimpse, that first picture mm-hmm. of what that baby is looking like hmm. at that stage. And uh, that that can be a real game changer. In fact, it usually is. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there is a, a woman who is abortion-minded uh, and she comes to Abacare and she has an opportunity to see that baby face-to-face, so to speak, uh, so many times that changes her mind. Hmm. Interesting. What other partners or what other organizations in town? Yeah, or, so the, I mean, you yeah. have a lot, I'm sure. Yeah, so. we do. <laughs> the Winchester Rescue Mission is another okay. one of our long terms. Nice. Uh, we have been part of of that organization partnership with them again for decades longer mm-hmm. than i can uh, can remember uh and through many directors mm-hmm. uh and again not just financially but we have many folks who volunteer there serving meals and doing things there at the at the rescue mission being on their board so there's lots of ways that that we partner with them but again we're not going to start and we're, we have no plans on starting you know a a shelter like, right. You know, so, so yeah. for us, partnering with supporting them with them is how we can be a part of mm-hmm. something much broader than mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a way that we can do that as well. So mm-hmm. that's just another one of those partnerships. And when when we think through local outreach, we kind of think through it in 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 levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we there's those partnerships, the people that we come alongside, and organizations we come alongside and are a part of, like the Rescue Mission, Abacare, the Salvation Army. Those people hear those and they know what they are mm-hmm. and they they've been a part of those for uh, in the community for years and years but then we think of of what are ways that we can get people involved fbc people fellowship bible church people into their own neighborhoods like i said this mm. can be as close as being their own mm-hmm. neighbor mm. so one of the things we do and, and just happened we call it light up the night okay and light up the night happens on halloween mm. uh, you don't have to go very far to impact your community in fact they'll come to you <laughs> yeah. you know you neighbors are, are coming knocking on your door yeah it's <laughs> it's the only time that it's it's correct to go you know knock on people's door <laughs> right and, and ask them for things with yeah. parents permissions yes yeah. Yeah, it's okay yeah you know, it's somehow go it roam the neighborhood kids <laughs> exactly so it is a way that uh we as a body of believers can impact our our neighbors and our neighborhoods in a, in a way that's really easy mm-hmm. you know as as leaving your light on, giving out great candy, uh, mm-hmm. and being able to, to interact with folks on a way, mm-hmm. uh, or in a way that's more natural. It's not, mm-hmm. you don't have to, you know, if somebody did that on a, you know, June the 3rd, and they said, you know, on June the 3rd, everybody come to my house. Yeah. How many people are going to come? Sure. Yeah. Uh, but October 31st, hey, it's a natural. You don't yeah. have to advertise. Uh-huh. You don't have to. Yeah. You know, it's just going to happen. Yeah. And we have some folks who create like small carnivals in their yards. Oh, cool. They put blow ups up uh-huh. there. They have games. It's they a big show. party. It is. And people come and they stay. You know, yeah. They, they, they don't, you know, and they, they build relationships with them. Wow. You mentioned before, I think I, a couple months ago, maybe there was something in the parking lot where there were the blow ups and water. Yeah. You said, you know, yeah, we, we promoted it yeah. back in the summertime. Was that something? Fellowship Bible Church was doing things called Fellowship Togethers, and it was like just a big water day. Yeah. That was that just one. a way to mm-hmm. just say, hey, it's the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. Let's just do something fun. You know, so. Those are all areas that we call, you're, you're described as pastor of local outreach, but you're not the only one doing it. You're, you're no. again, challenging people within the congregation to say, exactly. come alongside me, here's some ideas, now you have to go do it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. paint a picture, just give us a quick summary of what is Fellowship Bible Church. You know, what, 
for people that don't know, I mean, it's on Middle Road, mm-hmm. the, the road of many, many churches. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So what makes Fellowship Bible Church stand out of any other church in town? Yeah, I think a couple of those. I'll give you a couple of things why I think it stands out. And there's plenty yeah. of good churches. You know, this is not saying that sure. Fellowship Bible Church is the and best, but what makes it stand out? We're all on the same team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, believe it or not. Um, but some some things that stand out from Fellowship Bible Church, um, uh, number one is, is longevity of, of staff. Hmm. Um, and when you have longevity of staff, people come and they realize, wow, this has been going on for a while. Mm-hmm. So there must be something to that. Um, and that gives some some level of comfort, mm-hmm. you know, when people yeah. see the same people year after year after year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's it, it builds some continuity mm. and some structure. And how long has it been around? How uh, many years? This will be forty-two. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay. Forty-two years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so longevity of staff. They see the same faces over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, Obviously, that's good or bad, but uh, <laughs> for us, it's been a great thing. The other thing is uh, we hold biblical truth super high. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when people come to Fellowship Bible Church, they realize that uh, it is a church that teaches the Bible. Uh, and they may not find that uh, as thoroughly steeped uh, in other places of worship. So that's one of those things that stands out. Now, yeah, we're a big church, and we have lots of programs, and people enjoy that those things as well. You know, a full-orbed children's program and a dynamic, you know, uh, uh, youth program, and so there's lots going on there. Um, so people enjoy that as well. And small groups are another big, big hmm. underpinning at Fellowship Bible Church, and we've been having a really big push of those lately, and that's where. Um, the larger church feels smaller, mm-hmm. you know, because you could be sitting in amongst 500 people in a worship service and feel like you're totally mm. alone. Yeah. You, know? you may not know very many people there at all. In fact, you might not know anybody at all. Wow. But in a small group where there's only a dozen folks, everybody's hiding from each other. <laughs> so there's an opportunity to fellowship on some depth, in some depth levels. There's ways to, uh, to, to be encouraged in, in prayer with each other at those mm. levels and to study the word again, mm. lifting the value of scripture higher. So how many people as a whole would you say go to Fellowship Bible Church? Yeah, right now we've got about 1,200 family units that mm-hmm. call FBC wow. their home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that that ranges everywhere from two or three people mm-hmm. uh, to just sometimes five, six, or seven mm-hmm. as a family mm-hmm. unit. Mm-hmm. So. And COVID has, I think, impacted a lot of things it around has. town, but churches especially, of oh, sure. the idea of gathering together amongst other people is, is like still, that's the complete opposite yeah. perspective of what COVID is trying to it do. Is. So and how does that impact the church? So there are a lot of folks who, you know, are still worshiping at home, and we're able to do that via the internet so mm-hmm. they can watch the service online. Mm-hmm. Um, during the warmer months, we've been doing an outdoor service on oh, nice. Saturday nights, mm-hmm. so uh, a lot of folks uh, enjoyed mm-hmm. that because they could be outside, they mm-hmm. can still be around people and still feel safe. And that was another way that we could cool. help folks still be face-to-face, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but maybe face-to-face farther apart. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 yeah it feels safe. You know, I mean, where like your outdoors and the indoor concept of wearing masks and all that, I know sometimes can be challenging. So that's plenty of opportunities for people to get plugged into a church. 
but we're here to chat with you about kind of the big thing coming up this weekend. Mm -hmm. And you're being local outreach. I've heard you mention many times that the biggest outreach event of the church is here for Christmas. So oh, okay. this is called Follow the Star. Follow the Star. Give us a little bit of a background story of how Follow the Star came to existence and where we are today. Yeah, so Follow the Star, um, it started out as a simple idea. Okay. <laughs> and I, I, I say that it's as simple as uh, my wife and I were watching a Christmas movie. And in this Christmas movie, these kids put on a you know a christmas nativity program inside of this barn that mm -hmm. they invited their community to mm -hmm. and you know it was very quaint and small and uh -huh. she said man i would love to do something like that let's have a couple sheep you know in a <laughs> barn yeah i'd love to do something like that <laughs> so it was a simple idea to start with uh -huh. um you know and so at the time, uh, my wife, Karen, she was the director of the children's worship here at Fellowship Bible Church. So that was that was the, the beginnings of it. It really was a, hmm. uh, a kids program. It mm -hmm. started off with kids as a kids program, uh, but it evolved. Did uh, that even come? To, did, so you did one year of doing the, the kids yeah. in a barn thing? Well, we, it's, <laughs> it, there, we thought about the kids in the barn thing, and it did blossom from there, even in its first year. Mm -hmm. It was a walking nativity, a walking tour guided nativity. Mm -hmm. uh, so each year it has grown. Mm -hmm. um, we have replaced most of the kids with adults. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's later in the evening, so you might have it's to. Later, yeah, it's later in the evening. Uh, and, and we wanted to be a little more true to life. So mm -hmm. the wise men are wise men. <laughs> not they're, kids. They're not yeah. wise 12-year-olds. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the angels are mainly men uh, and, and, are, and are, you know, uh, are a lot more bold in their appearance and in their interaction with people mm -hmm. not a you know a six or seven year old on a box you know <laughs> so it has become a a a, a, a much more intricate well, let me put it that way um so what should people expect when they when they come to follow the star yeah so this year and last year mm -hmm. uh we we did last year for the first time as a drive-through mm-hmm like I said, in the past, it's been a walk through and a guided nativity. Mm -hmm. But because of COVID, um, we had to reinvent Follow mm -hmm. the Star. Mm -hmm. uh, so we did it as a drive-through, um, which has its own, own issues. Mm -hmm. But it did allow for a lot of folks who normally wouldn't be able to maybe walk through yeah. a field sure. mm -hmm. uh, to participate and sure. to be a part of that. So in the that cold, was, you know. Kind of not, yeah. yeah, that's kind so, of nice when you think of it that so way. So not only did we have more younger, uh, but we also had more older. Mm -hmm. uh, so that added to, to that as well. So mm -hmm. Follow the Star is here on the property at Fellowship Bible Church at 3217 Middle Road. And we say here because I'm excited. We're here at <laughs> Fellowship Bible Church now we talking. Are. We're recording. We're actually yes. doing it. Yes, yeah. we're here. Uh, and people will drive in, and as they drive into our parking lot, the, they will start to queue up. And when I say start to queue up, it is, you know, quite a queue. It's quite a line as people are coming through. Oh, but, yeah. But don't worry. Uh, last year, our longest wait was only about 45 minutes, uh, which is pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, when you consider, you know, there were 2,000 cars over the course wow. of two nights. Yeah. 
Wow. So, that's a, so that's a that's a lot of cars. It's yeah. A lot of cars <laughs> and a lot, a lot of people. On Middle Road. A lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Pre-COVID, how what was kind of the numbers like when? Believe it or not, it was almost the same amount of numbers. I was going to say, I bet the numbers are pretty high in very, the cars. Very, very, yeah. So, uh, so walking, uh, guided tour, follow the star. We would have somewhere between. Uh, six to 6,500 people come through on a, on a good year, and that's mm. exactly what we had last year. Wow. That's a lot of people. 6,500 people. Mm. That's a lot of people. Goodness. In the course of 2,000 cars. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you, you'll drive in, you'll queue up, and in that queuing time, uh, you're going to scan a QR code somewhere. We're going to have these QR codes all over the place on signs, uh, on name tags for our volunteers, and that mm. QR code gives you uh, access uh, to the audio so oh, cool. it'll be a, a SoundCloud audio player that yeah. pops up, and you'll be able to play. Uh, the, uh, in your waiting time, you will just have Christmas music playing. Uh, but once you get into the actual program, you'll hear all of the dialogue and all of the all of the guided tour mm. as you go through. Mm-hmm. Well, in that queuing time as well, we're bringing back something that people really missed, mm-hmm. and that was cookies. Oh. Mm-hmm. I remember... There's a cook. There was a cookie tent. There yes, was at the end when you're all out there in the cold exactly. and you show up and you get hot chocolate I was and thinking cookies. Hot chocolate, yeah. cider, or something. Yeah. So in the past we had this this sixty by eighty tent uh, that was filled with people as they were coming from the from the walkthrough guided tour, mm-hmm. and we wanted to be as generous as we possibly could. So there was no limit on cookies, <laughs> which kids were just. Oh, I can't. Oh, yeah. they were so amazed by uh-huh. That was like appetizer, dinner, and dessert all it in one all tent. Right there, just grab so what you can. all the hot chocolate and cookies you could have. <laughs> send them home, you know. Yeah. They, they don't stay with me. They go home, you know? uh, So we're bringing back cookies. So as people are queuing up, we're going to give them cookies. Cool. So we, we're, we're packaging. Cool. We're, we're still baking cookies, uh-huh. um, but we're going to package them and give them out as people are going through. So, so while, while wow. you're driving through, so you're driving, you've got the cookies, you cookies, you're listening to the narrations of the scenes mm-hmm. yes. and overall. So what's the overall theme, kind of what what's the takeaway message when they're done going through this tour of yeah. Follow the Star? So they'll start off and we start off the whole Follow the Star tour with creation. And it starts with creation and, of course, then the fall, mm. which is the reason that Jesus needed to come. If there was no fall, there had been no reason for, for Christ to come. So uh, then we walk through his birth and little pieces of, of his childhood mm. uh, up through uh, the times of when the wise men come. And then we, f- we come to the cross at the end. There's mm. a, we have a cross out in the middle of the field, and we hear a, you know, the, the gospel and the reasons why Christ came. This has got to take a huge number of your members to put this on, you know, playing the roles, doing the guiding, all of the preparation. It does. Um, Somewhere between 350 and 450 people involved. Wow. Wow. Uh, Over the course of those, well, I say over the course of those two nights, it's Mm -hmm. really with set up and tear down its road over the course of about a week Mm -hmm. uh, that they're involved. Um, Well, the actors are involved longer Mm -hmm. because they're even uh, much earlier going through their their parts. This is why you say it's the largest thing of the year because that's that's That's, a lot of people. That's 25% of your family. I mean, I I could be wrong, but a, a standard average church size is maybe in the country like 100 150 people maybe so the, yeah the I number mean, of volunteers probably might even surpass a typical 
church itself. Yeah, yeah. And and we have, when you think of it, we have basically double the amount of volunteers mm-hmm. because they take shifts. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yep. So every half hour, you know, everybody comes in. There's a new shift that takes over. Uh, so they're not out there in the cold for sure. four hours mm-hmm. straight. They're yeah. only out there at a half hour to clip. Oh, that's nice. So really, it doubles the volume of mm-hmm. volunteers. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. Well, sounds like how fun. can people learn more about it? Is it you have to charge any money? Is it nope? It is cover a charge free event. Up? All you got to do is show up and drive through. Um, there's more information on our website. It's okay. fbcva.org yep. and backslash follow the star. Okay, I'm pulling and it up now. I see it. There's like moving the, videos. The there's information. Year? The 12th year of it? Is that what that's nice? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever think in the beginning that you would be having a QR code? No, no. In (laughs) fact, remember at the beginning, it was just a few kids in a barn uh, that their folks were watching, you know, them do the Christmas program. It was very Peanuts-like, you know. um, Yeah. uh, yeah. That's really progressed. That's that's (laughs) cool. Well, that's that's this coming weekend, so looking forward to it. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. um, Now, as we wrap up here, there is a typical segment that we ask every guest so i am going to put you on the spot okay. here scott and we have five iconic questions okay. that i want to ask you okay so off the top of your head all right just think quick iconic. get ready to go all right so question number one what is one of your favorite restaurants in town favorite restaurants in town oh wow one of many i'm sure oh that mm-hmm. is that's that's, that's a, tough a hard one. one that is that is a tough one what's the go-to the go-to in town man that's so often I'm going to say something that I'm just going to go, you know, oh, yeah, oh, but what about that one? Yeah, what about that one? Um, There's no wrong answer. No, probably not. <laughs> not. Almost any Mexican restaurant I will, I will freak That is my go-to. Any yeah, Mexican me restaurant. Too. Yeah, I, I, I don't have Good a on favorite, a list. but I will do them all. Taquera, Guadalajara, yeah, Macarena, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. what else? The one downtown. El Centro. El Centro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. I, yes, I will Perfect. do them all. <laughs> What's something you love about your neighborhood? Oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> when I say that's something kind of funny because mm-hmm. um, I don't really have neighbors. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. It is funny. Uh, where we live uh, across the street, uh, the road on one side is a farm where nobody farms. Okay. Um, behind us is another farm that is farmed, but nobody actually lives there. Uh-huh. Um, across the road and almost like a quarter of a mile down the road, there's... There's just one house. So you were out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're out there. So yep. we, we so live you, in yeah. outside of Middletown. And uh-huh. I, it's odd because we used to live in a neighborhood and we were very, you know, uh, involved in our neighborhood. And mm-hmm. then we moved to a spot where they're really. So now you can see the stars very clearly. Very right? clearly. Because <laughs> well, you, you're probably, you're, you're so involved here at church. It's probably kind of nice sometimes to, you know, go home and maybe have some quiet or relaxed. It is. Um, mm-hmm. Just recently, though, I say recently, about a month and a half ago, we invited everybody on our road mm-hmm. uh, to oh, come over for fine. a cookout. Cool. Uh, nice. So we literally went down each mailbox <laughs> and put a postcard in. So you did boxes. your own version of a block party. We did it on a block, but yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Cool. So we had a great time. With that. Neat. Question nice. number three. So why, in your opinion, is Winchester a great place to live, especially since you're from here? That's true. Um, it is amazing, though, how much has changed oh. uh, yeah. over the yeah. decades. So that's one thing. It's very interesting. Um, location is always a, a big thing. You know, if, if you really are into doing something um, 
you know, very city-wise, I mean, you can get into D.C. in an hour and a half. It's mm-hmm. you know, that's that's really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. At the same time, you can be out where <laughs> I live, yeah. where there's nobody there. Right. So it's a great place to raise a family, so you can have kind of that 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 position of best being of both worlds, both kind of worlds, mm-hmm. being yeah. out in the country or being you know in the city, and um, you know the the school systems all seem to be doing really really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think there's lots of reasons why. Yep. Cool. Sure. Is a good spot. I feel like I know Question what the answer four. is going to be right. to this, but where do you meet new friends in Winchester? Wow. Well, we had to invite them to our house. <laughs> That's why, <one>, yeah. <laughs> you know, we had to actually go out and invite them uh, from from the people on our on our road. So uh, that's one way of doing that. Actually, recently, just recently, um, uh, I joined uh, the Shenandoah Arts Council. Oh. Um, just to just to do that very thing. Oh, cool. To have an outlet where I had yeah. a different. Uh, different group of folks that I could learn to know. Sure, so, yeah. That's what I did. Tap into that creative arts, graphic design I was thinking, background. yeah. yeah. yeah I thought for sure you were just going to say church? fellowship Bible no, church. No, <laughs> no that, <laughs> that's kind of funny. That was the I obvious. Neighbors <laughs> and said that, but it no. didn't work out. <laughs> no, but that's cool. So last question. What is one of Winchester's hidden gems? Ooh, a hidden gem. Uh-huh. Well... What is new that wasn't around here years ago that maybe people don't know about? Wow, things that people don't know about. Maybe it's only you that knows about it. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it's lots of people, that I don't know. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? <laughs> if I was the only person that knew about it. Follow wow. the star could be a hidden gem. I mean, you know. I don't know how hidden that is. Yeah. So we... Thousands of people. That's true, <laughs> but I mean, Winchester has it's a lot more than that. It's still up and coming. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. It gets, it's, it's thousands of different people. You're right. You know, every time. Uh, hidden gem. Oh, that's a that's a great question. Um, we can play the Jeopardy music here also. Yeah, really. That would be great, too. Would that to help? Play the, the Jeopardy <laughs> music of Hidden Gem. <laughs> yeah. What will he That's say? That's probably trademarked. I, I probably can't sing yeah, that. Yeah, you better. I don't yeah. know, but if you're singing Add it, an it's, extra still, it's note. still you doing it. Yeah, it's, it's still you doing it. I don't know. I would think, I would think just the, the, the revitalized downtown area oh, yeah. uh, is, is really kind of a hidden gem. I mean, um, I remember back when it wasn't a walking mall. Mm-hmm. People actually could drive on that wow. street. Yeah, uh, mm. and J.C. Penney's, Sears, and Leggett, which is now Belk, were all downtown. Yep. Um, really? Wow. Really? Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then hidden when, knowledge of Winchester is knowledge. coming from Scott Sandler. Yeah. So yeah. like where the Bright Box Theater is, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. where Leggett or Belk is mm-hmm. was. Um, but oh, cool. all of those stores moved to the mall. Which is right dying now. Dying now. And for for years. <laughs> yeah, and then that downtown area really just disappeared. Mm-hmm. But in the last really five years, I think really it's, it is coming to it's, its definitely own. cool. Yeah, it's really coming to that's its what own. makes Winchester. You know, mm-hmm. so it and, really and has come back. The restaurants, the the life that's going on downtown. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. The interesting shops and yep. uh, live music when it's mm-hmm. down there. I think. 
I think downtown is a really uh, mm-hmm. a new new spot that's cool. Revitalized. Well, you survived yeah. the top five, the I five did. iconic wow. questions. Good job. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thanks for hosting us here yeah. at Fellowship Bible Church on site. There we go. Conversation. One last plug. What's the best way to look up Fellowship Bible Church? Where is it? How do we find out about it? Yeah, fbcva.org. Yep, is going to be your best spot. You can find out all about FBC. Not about not as just of our history, but what's going on mm-hmm. and how to get here and when those times are. Cool. Nice. Excellent. And thank you so much, Scott. Thanks Appreciate for it. It's awesome. Great. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Scott has a wealth of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And it's funny how the hidden gems can stump somebody. The yeah. question about that. Yeah. It's hard. Because especially for somebody like him, he's like, I've lived here my whole life. You know, nothing is hidden to me. Sure, so. yeah. No, and I mean, I still am like, I thought for sure he was going to say he meets new friends at church. I mean, well, yeah. Yeah, I, but that's great. But I, I love that he's... I think that's part of his passions yeah. or like being able to reach out to people. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to reach out to the people that I know Already, at yeah, church. Exactly. I'm going to talk to my neighbors. Yeah. I'm going to go join a different club around yeah, town. I mean, that's really cool. That's I like, a yeah. different perspective. Mm-hmm. So what did you learn? Anything that you learned from that conversation? Well, yeah, just, I mean, I I just, I'm excited. I've never been to Follow the Star. So um, just learning about it in general. So to me, it was a hidden gem before you told me about it. Um, So yeah, so I'm excited to to do that and come bring my daughter and And drive through. And I'm excited about cookies because (laughs) sitting in your car for 45 minutes is is one thing, but to know what you're going to expect is kind of cool. Yeah. And have cookies while you're sitting there and listen to some Christmas music. And I think, you know, now that you know, if you're listening to this episode, you just pack your thermos of your hot chocolate or your hot cider and you know that you're going to get cookies through the window. Play some music you're gonna have you got your device to do the qr code you're ready to go i mean it's gonna be that's gonna be fun and he mentioned i mean there are animals also oh so yeah you know just the pure number of people number of people helping out is crazy yeah Yeah. and i'm thinking about that number of cars on middle road like waiting to pull into the parking lot that's the cool thing when i went last year Uh they had an incredible system of leaving people through the parking lot like you're in a holding pattern sure that gets you off a middle road oh oh so it's smart yeah i mean this is a big facility and a big parking lot so i'm sure it's pretty well planned out, Absolutely. Like, especially after 12 years of planning it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So our icon agent segment mm. of the week, I yes. will, I, I will just talk about myself. Please How about do. That? I, so I want to learn more. I keep saying we when I was talking to Scott because I do have a position at Fellowship Bible Church. Not okay. many people know that, so that's a hidden gem. How about that? <laughs> You're the hidden gem. That's what you should have <laughs> so, said. <laughs> yeah. So a uh, full disclosure, I do podcasts at Fellowship Bible Church also. Okay. So there yeah. are there's a I know you're always sermon spotlight that we do that we review the sermons there. Uh-huh. There's one called the Fellowship Family Podcast, and he talked about Light of the Night. By the way, mm-hmm. um, I was able to interview one of those families who hosts those Light of the Night things, mm-hmm. and they shared on the podcast that I did a couple weeks ago yeah. um, of what they did. It's incredible. I mm-hmm. mean, how they put on a big party. So anyway. What I do there at Fellowship Bible Church, I do music, so you can see me on the stage if you didn't know that yet. I do communication Do you play an stuff. instrument? I play an instrument. What do you play? I play guitar, oh, cool. and I'll play drums, and I'll play electric guitar, and I sing. So there's the whole nice. gamut of stuff that you can You're like a renaissance man. <laughs> oh, I hate talking about myself. But it's, it's full disclosure, so I'm talking you know, to Scott, and I'm like, we need to have you on Iconic Talk, because uh-huh. there is this component of what 
the church offers that is very community-based. Yeah. Um, so I do that. I, I also help with events at church. Mm-hmm. Um, so Follow Star is a big one. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I'm only minimally involved with that. I help other pastors at the church mm-hmm. do um just if they have an idea to do an event, I help them pull it off and get creative with it. Oh, I say okay. thankfully I'm not involved with Follow the Star because that is a huge thing. Yeah. So Scott has an incredible team of people that uh-huh. really handle all of that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, many hats that I do. So, uh, I mean, and I know you hate talking about yourself. I do. But since I'm here to ask <laughs> these questions. Um, so now we know you're a musician. Uh-huh. But so t- how long have you been podcasting? Oh, not long at all. Okay. Uh, like a year and a half, if that. Okay, but you so you were doing the podcasting with the church for like a good s- at least six months to a year before a we little, Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And you know what? I should have said this when we had him on weeks and weeks ago. Remember Josh Kirby? Yeah. The, the sports podcast guy? Yeah. I was I bumped into him one day in town, mm-hmm. and he's like, you need to do a real estate podcast. So it, it just kind of sparked the interest in my mind. He was the trigger. He, don't tell him that. It'll get, it'll get to his head. <laughs> But yeah, he was the trigger that was it, like, yeah. all right, and it took about a year, year and a half for me to think about, okay, maybe that might work. But that yeah. was the that was one light bulb moment oh, that cool. he said you should do that. So I love it. That's the story, and I, yeah, I I'm not I never thought of myself as a a good communicator or a podcaster, but here I am. Here you are. Well, yes. yeah, I don't think of myself as those things either, but I have to say somebody somebody that we both know was telling me, you know, giving me some nice feedback on our podcast, and I was saying that I actually think it's a really good medium for both yeah. of us because yeah. we are introverts, yeah. but it's easier for us to talk in this manner. It's easy. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. you know, I can talk to people one-on-one and yes. put them in a big crowd and yeah. setting, and it's, I just, yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I get a little twitchy, but that's okay. <laughs> We can do it, though. It's exciting we can do to, what we need to learn things. And that's what I love about this podcast and being able to be a part of Iconic Talk and mm-hmm. share about the community, share about what's going on, the yeah. local knowledge, the local information. So today's episode, to me, was a highlight. And again, yeah. so maybe in the future, you can talk more about music with me and I'll share some of those details. Cool. But <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Just highlights for another episode. Yes. But thanks more, for more questions yeah, for the future. <laughs> thanks for joining us in this episode of Iconic Talk. Wait, we hope do you learn something. Talk about local oh my gosh. Yes. You thank almost you. cut us off. No, go for it. I knew that we had something <laughs> it's else. Okay, it's Next right. segment. Let's do it real quick. Go for it. So just a couple things. So obviously follow the star. We hit that yep. pretty hard here. Yep. So December fourth and fifth, five to nine PM in the um, Fellowship Bible Ship fellowship bible church parking lot yep okay and then a couple others so santa and mrs claus on the old town walking mall so there's several dates um in december but saturday december 11th and saturday december 18th from 12 to 2 p.m cool santa and mrs claus will just be strolling around the old town walking mall you can take pictures with them um so you know if you're out and about you got to do a little shopping at the local stores they're going to be down there bring your kids take a photo outside that would be fun cool and then one of the other so sort of i mean similar to what goes on here as far as i mean this is going to be more of a nativity scene and drive through but if you want to do the walking in a winter wonderland um that opened on november 26th goes through january 2nd um in clearbrook park so that's that annual light show i know i've done that once or twice it's it's nice um so if you want to walk the you know in a in a fresh air evening you know all the christmas lights 
they have different um, time frames where you can purchase tickets. Tickets are six fifty for three years and up. Under um, two is free. So you go to fcprd.net to buy tickets, or I'm pretty sure you can buy tickets in person too. Stands but I'm sure for that let me see Frederick County Parks Rec Department. There you go. All right. Yeah. So those are my events to talk awesome. about. Awesome. And mm-hmm. you know, so it's the Christmas time of year. You mm-hmm. know, all the fun yeah. things that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Why can't they just have lights year round if that's what people want? Give hey. them what they want. Well, we talked. It was it the last episode we were talking about when we should start decorating. Yeah. Maybe the lights just stay out all year lo- all year round out. now. Of course, <laughs> yeah, all the time. Well, it's thanks no for giving us the updates of what's happening sure. in town. So, no thanks for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope you learned something from today's episode and look forward to sharing with you more next week. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. Yeah, we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. If you have a moment, we would love it if you would leave us a rating and review. If you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share the podcast with your friends. Until next time, Think Iconic.